This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, the Blind Foundation aims to enable the thousands who are blind or who have low vision to experience a life without limits. And volunteers are crucial to the success of the Foundation's work, particularly when it comes to the very necessary fundraising efforts. On the line now to tell us a little bit more about all of that is Chris Moffat, Blind Foundation Recreation and Volunteer Coordinator. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Good to have you with us. Yeah, good morning, Jeff. Morning, everyone. Tell us uh, a little bit about your role with the Foundation. What are you responsible for? So my role with the Blind Foundation is I'm in part of what they call the Community Volunteer and Recreation Team. So essentially our job here is to assist our low vision and blind uh, members with opportunities to participate in recreation programs, social programs, and to help sort of find, recruit volunteers to help assist us with those as well. Because uh, obviously well, we don't have the staff or manpower to be able to do that right across the country. So volunteers are an integral part of that, Jeff. And uh, yeah, we do need to find uh, volunteers for many, many different things that we offer. And um, yeah, if we didn't have volunteers, we'd, we'd barely be able to scratch the surface of what we could offer our Blind Foundation clients. What attracted you to working with the Foundation? Uh, just the, the variety of the work. I, my background was in secondary schools before I worked with the Blind Foundation uh, in sports and recreation. So the chance to get out and actually help people achieve recreation goals was sort of the thing I looked at as well. And, uh, you know, the clients we work with here, the members we work with, are all really, really motivated. They want to get out. They want to do things. They want to get out and experience the same things that, you know, sort of people you and I do uh, every day as well. So just to be the chance to give them the opportunity to do that was something that really sort of appealed to me. And fortunately, you know, uh, I appealed to the Blind Foundation when I applied for the job and um, this has been me for the last 10 months. Chris, we'll talk about the fundraising efforts and your upcoming street appeals in a moment, but that's not the only way that you draw on volunteers and you've you mentioned that. Tell us about the way, uh, the, the kind of the range of opportunities to engage in volunteering. I mean, I had a quick look at your website and I saw at least 15 yeah. kind of categories of different ways that people can contribute. Yeah, there are lots of ways, Jeff. Uh, essentially, there's individual ways as well as group ways too. Uh, with the, with the foundation, um, obviously, a lot of people uh, look at uh, the collection as as a part of it, and it is a big part of it too. We do rely quite a bit on our collections. It's a good uh, as well as a good fundraiser. It's a good marketing tool to get the awareness and raise the awareness of the Blind Foundation out and amongst the general public. But there's also other opportunities to help assisting people either individually or in a, a group of uh, Blind Foundation members. So we've got uh, various recreation opportunities, such as uh, we have walking groups, regular walking groups, which operate from out of the Foundation with members and volunteers assisting them. Uh, craft opportunities, craft groups. Uh, we do run sort of social events and social functions for, for the members to participate in. So listening to an entertainer for a while, having a cup of tea and afternoon tea afterwards. And also individual things. Uh, uh, tandem biking is another big thing we do within the foundation. Uh, obviously, you know, a, a single person biking for a low vision person can be quite difficult. So, a tandem bike is a great way to get them out on a bike and get them active. So, uh, we do offer that, and even individual sort of uh, walking or individual running as well, which is what some members do get into. I've got a member in Bell Clutha who is uh, participating with me in the uh, half marathon on the following weekend. So, yeah, the, the chance for people to be able to put their skills to use to be able to sort of help out our members in, in many, many ways. Not only what's on our website, but hey, if there's an, a need for it, if a member has a uh, request or has an idea that they want to run with, my job here is to try and help make that happen and find the right volunteer to help it work. So how do you go about that? How do you connect with volunteers? 
connect with volunteers is a few ways. Uh, we do use word of mouth quite a lot. Uh, obviously, sort of people who have friends that know friends and other friends. We do make, try and make connections with local clubs and local entities so that we can sort of say, hey, we've got someone out there who might be interested in doing participating in your sport or in the sort of service that you offer. So if there's uh, you know people that might be able to give some time up to assist one of our members or some of our members to, to do that. We also use other areas uh, such as Volunteering Otago, which have been a great help to us as well. We advertise our, our roles out there with them and we attract volunteers through that. And also just uh, sort of leaflet drops at times and also the advertising through the local newspapers, uh, through the National Volunteer Awareness Weeks. We do advertise through there too, as well as thanking our volunteers for, for the efforts and the contributions that they give the Vine Foundation. I imagine a lot of volunteers uh, who step up and say, hey, look, I'd like to help out in some way, might not have had experience of spending some time with a blind person before. Do you do some form of uh, orientation and training with volunteers? Yeah, definitely do. Uh, obviously, you're dealing with sort of what we what is deemed as, uh, as vulnerable clients or vulnerable members. So, I mean, you're there as their eyes, you're there as their support, you're there to ensure their, their safety to, to the point you know, uh, that you can. So we do obviously like to train our, our volunteers up to a, to a standard to be able to guide them, with sighted guide, and, and sighted guiding is probably one of the most important things with a low-visioned or blind person, to be able to, for them to feel safe with you, uh, to be orientated around a certain area be it a street or be it a building or, or be it somewhere that they're unfamiliar with as well. So we do teach people about how to how to do that, how to engage with uh, low, and vision, low vision and blind people as well. Uh, you know, it's not a matter of just rocking up to someone and saying, hi, how are you? I mean, they've got to know who you are. They want to know who you are because unless they're very, very good at picking voices, some people don't know, don't recognise people just by from when they speak. So... And also, again, we give people an idea of the Blind Foundation as a whole as well and, and what the Foundation offers, not only in the uh, in the side of social sense and the recreation sense, but also in the other forms of support that we can give our members and our, our clients uh, through the Foundation. Chris, outside of the fundraising effort, uh, what areas of particular need do you have at the moment in terms of volunteering? In terms of volunteering, one need, yeah, one need that we do have, not just in Dunedin here, but also right across the country, is volunteer transport. Uh, getting our members from their places to activities that are run by the Blind Foundation. So uh, we do, we have a call out at the moment for uh, volunteers who, or people who are able to maybe give us a, a couple of hours a week, a couple of hours a month, maybe even just to be able to help sort of get some of our members from their places to the recreational and social events that we run. And even often uh, we do hold sort of a low vision assessments or even to some eye-related appointments in, in the hospitals as well. It's just a matter of being able to get them. Some can make use of buses, some can make use of taxis, but not everyone can. So we do try and offer that service where possible, but we are a little bit short on people to be able to do that in the Dunedin Tyree area. So if anyone out there has got a chance to be able to give us an hour a week or an hour a month or even just the occasional time, I mean, that's anything you can offer, we're happy to take. We'll get your contacts in a moment, Chris. Um, obviously, fundraising is a key, and the annual Blind Week will once again see collectors out and about on the 7th and the 8th of October. So you'll be looking for people to sign up for that at the moment, Chris. Uh, definitely, yes. Yep. Uh, again, our appeal weeks are extremely important, uh, not only for the funds that we generate. I mean, we do rely pretty heavily on funds that are generated from the public 
um, sector. Uh, we do get, get some government funding sources, but that's only about a third of what we rely on to, to fund the whole foundation as a whole over the country. The rest of it we need to get through through fundraising, bequests and donations, so they are particularly important to us. And as I said before, Jeff, they're a real good awareness raiser as well of the foundation. A lot of our members participate in that as well, but we do need a lot of people out there on street corners or outside the supermarkets for on our behalf, helping sort of you know, promote the, the Blind Foundation message and you know, collecting a little bit of money for us too. Yeah. What makes a good collector? A good collector is pretty much anyone. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the time, you've got the ability to hold a bucket for an hour and, um, and even engaging people too, uh, mm. and that's a good part of it as well. I mean, you don't need to know a lot about the foundation as such. you just got to be there to say, hey, as, a, as an advocate for the foundation on that day as a collector and, and, and be there. I mean, it's just someone who's personable, and that's always a good way that I find with a collector as well. I mean, I'm quite happy to part with a few dollars if someone's going to engage me too rather mm. than stand there with a bucket extended expecting someone to drop something into it. Well, if you're that kind of person, or indeed if you can offer any of the other help that uh, Chris has mentioned, Chris, how should people get in touch with the Blind, Blind Foundation locally? Okay, locally, uh, we have our, our offices on Hillside, corner of Hillside Road and Law Street. Uh, we are, are open from Mondays to Fridays from 8.30 till 5. So you can uh, contact us through that. Uh, do you want the phone number, Jeff? Or? Yeah, let's give the phone number. Yeah, the phone number is four double six. 4230, that's the main office. There's also a way to sign up for collections for the Blind Foundation Week. You can do it online, as most things you can these days. So if you can go to our Blind Foundation website, which is blindfoundation, or one word, .org.nz, and on there there is a, uh, there's a link in there to click on to, it's, it's about the Blind Foundation, it's just will you join us Blind Week and register today. If you click on that link, fill in your details online and one of our collection, uh, collection coordinators will be in touch with you to be able to sort of assign you to a certain area that you want to collect and hopefully give you the time of the day that you want to. We're looking for people to be able to do an hour at a time but if you can spare more than that or you can do it for both days, hey that's fantastic. But again, anything that you people can give, hey, we really appreciate and we'll take it. All right. Chris Moffat, uh, Blind Foundation Recreation and Volunteer Coordinator, thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show today and all the very best with uh, your volunteer efforts and your big collection day. Blind Week, of course, coming up October 7th and 8th are the big uh, collection days. Thanks, Chris. Great. Fantastic. Thanks, Jeff. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.